That is sung by the Bee Gees. No. Um, the BG. No, it no. It is a woman. Yeah, Bee Gees did have a high voice, but uh, this was actually a female that performed the song. Okay. Um, the Captain and Daniil. <laughs> <laughs> Captain and Daniil. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's fine. <laughs> Clearly. Because <laughs> it would be Captain in Tenniel. Tenniel. Oh. Uh, this is not Muskrat Love. This is this is not Whoa. Captain. What's up, guys? All you fellow trail ticks. My name's Ryan, not Dr. Oz on the gram. And proudly, I'm a big ass runner from Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome today to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from across the biosphere. Now here is your host, Stephen the Doug Pritt and Mr. Jazzy Jeff Harrell. Jazzy Jeff Harrell, Stephen. I like that. Can I be Fresh Prince then? You or, can. Or Fresh Pritt? <laughs> the Fresh Pritt. I love it. Well, thanks, Dr. Oz. Stephen, he is quite the dancer. Yeah, and sincerely, if you guys do not follow Not Dr. Oz, he is an amazing follow Instagram, has got some moves like Mick Jagger, and he is awesome. So thank you so much, Ryan, for, for doing that introduction. Yeah, thanks for doing the intro. Well, this is Jeff Harrell. And this is Stephen Print. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner, Stephen. This is episode number 23. It's the Michael Jordan episode. Woo. I, I, I think we're going to go Hall of Fame then. We, we shall. <laughs> Michael Jordan, of course, for those of you who do not know who Michael Jordan is, hopefully they all watched it on ESPN, right? Yeah, The Last Dance. Number 23. This is episode number 23. Michael Jordan being the greatest basketball player of all time. Yes. I'm sorry for all you LeBron fans, but he really yeah, is the greatest. He, he is the greatest. We have a great show. Kind of like Jordan, we have an excellent show for us today, Stephen. And it's not our last dance, but we're going to keep on going. <laughs> we, it is just our first, one of our first dances, we hope, anyway. The, at least of the new year. Of the new... That's true. This is our first dance of the new year. This is the first one. Oh my gosh. See how that's working out? Yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. That is amazing. Yes. Happy New Year. We're very excited about 2021. We are also probably more so excited, Stephen, that 2020 is gone. I think everybody did a, a really great job of putting up with 2020, but I think we're all excited to have a new year. Hopefully there's some new trail races opening up and we can kind of get back to a little bit of uh, normality and, and community and face-to-face. Well, Stephen, we have a great show planned. We have the second part of Why I Run. You're going to hear from one of our listeners, Christy, as well as my why, and back by popular demand, little Timmy time. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. But before we get started, Stephen, I think we wanted, because this is the first show of 2021, and we do have a lot of new listeners, is we wanted to take a little bit of a step back and Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about why this podcast is called The Big Ass Runner. Some people see that podcast name and they're like, well, why would you name that? And is it about big rear ends or rumpus? Yeah, somebody's rump or uh, junk in the trunk or (laughs) anything like that. Or do they cuss a lot on that show? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's actually none of that. It's not about body image. It's not about being fit or looking a certain way. But how we came up with the name and I think the why behind it really uh, epitomizes and has a lot of meaning to us and and why this podcast exists. Yes. The name Big Ass Runner came about a long time ago, actually. So it was back in 2000 and I had never been a runner. I was a basketball player, never really a runner other than up and down the court. And at that time I had gained some weight. I had a job actually I was working for Dairy Queen. 
Uh, Best job ever. I know. <laughs> Eating a lot of blizzards and belt busters, and my belt was literally busting. <laughs> so I knew I needed to get in shape and do something, and I had some friends who were training for what at the time was called the White Rock Marathon. Oh, yeah. And I thought, you know what? If they're doing it, I think I can come alongside. I'll need the encouragement. I'll need the community. I'll need that accountability. Right. And so we started training, and so I trained for the 2000 White Rock Marathon. So I remember I was so excited to go, you know, you go and you pick up your packet the day before. And this is my first race. Right. Like, this is my first race ever. Never run anything like Never that Never run anything before. So I knew though that you go and you get your packet and you get your number and all that stuff. You pin it on the night before, all that stuff. Well, I looked at my number and it had a division. Yeah. And the division said Clydesdale. <laughs> and I was like, Clydesdale, that's those big ass horses <laughs> on the Super Bowl commercials. Right. I must be a big ass runner. And that's where the joke kind of started. And we also think, you know, big ass runner is just more of an enthusiast. Like they just right. love running. You know, I'm a, I'm a big ass whatever, fill in the blank. For us, it's runner. We love running. We love trail running specifically. But that's where, Stephen, the, the name started. Yeah. And, and that's really what the podcast is about. It's for the everyday trail and ultra runner that is getting out there, either trying trail running. Maybe they've been doing it for several years. It doesn't matter if you run a 20-minute mile or a six-minute mile. It's just everyday people out there. And there's tons of podcasts that are great that are out there for trail runners. But we just wanted this to be a conversation, a community, and something thing that trail runners can listen to and, and get encouraged and feel like they're a part of a community that's bigger than themselves. Yeah, Stephen, we were just trying to create a, a podcast that was encouraging, mm -hmm. that hopefully was entertaining, that people laughed at, and it seems to be connecting with people. And we just love that. We've loved the community that we've started and the people that we've met along the way. And so, Stephen, we wanted to give back a little bit. Yeah. You know, we've run a lot of races now. and We always said when we walked when we went through an aid station, it's like someday we're going to actually do like serve in an aid station and then be an encouragement to runners who, you know, because aid stations for us have been so encouraging <laughs> on our runs. Can't, can't have it. Um, yeah. I, every time I run a race and I, you know, I'm tired and you're, you know, you cross the finish line and you can barely breathe and somebody's there to put a medal around your neck or to take off that little pearl officer tracking mechanism that's on your ankle. <laughs> we often thought, you know what, we, we should just volunteer. And so there's a race that that we've run a couple times. It's, I, I think, Jeff, I don't know about you, but I think it's the hardest one in Texas. It's a, in Texas for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough race. It's, it's called Bandera and it's part of the Tejas Trails uh, racing here in Texas. But what's unique about it is it's really hilly, which is unique for Texas in yep. general. It's super rocky and technical and it's it's one of those races that you can qualify to run in. And if you're one of those elite, you know, guys and gals, you can actually qualify for, for Western States, which is kind of like the, the grand poopah, you know, grand poopah, I like that. Yeah. Of, of trail running races. And they have these things that kind of go Willy Wonka style on you and they have these golden but tickets. Yeah, yeah. The golden ticket. Yeah. And so you, you get to, if you qualify in some of these races, then you get a kind of an entry into, into the Western state. So, so we're actually going to be volunteering instead of running at it this year. We're actually going to be volunteering at one of the aid stations. We're going to have the best comfort station ever. Yes. It's me and you. So Steven and myself, Jeff and Mark, 
Marcy Baser. Marcy, the one and only Marcy, will be there. Timmy Time. Timmy Time will be there. My wife, Allison, Allison will be there. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it, and, and we're going to be out there for several days. I think Scotty might be there, too. You guys have heard from Scott Gracer. He's told the Big Papa story. Mm-hmm. He was on a couple of weeks ago talking about being in balance. He's just so wise. So come by, get some wisdom from Scott. That's right. And Jeff, I think we're at eight station number one. Is that correct? I think we're the first one. Right. So depending on what race people are doing, we might see them once or twice. We're really looking forward to it. So we'll we'll take some pictures. Uh, we'll do it, definitely do some posts and maybe some live audio from the uh, from the first and the best uh, of comfort station the best out comfort, there. Yeah, the only comfort station. Right. The rest of them will be fine, I'm sure. They'll be okay. But they won't be comfort station. Exactly. So one thing we're going to do, Jeff, is we're going to be out there for several days. And so we're going to be serving food and doing those things. But Jeff, I think one thing we could probably use some help from the listeners on is, you know, when people come in and they're getting their food and they're needing a little encouragement, what we would like to do is ask our listeners, and we'll put this on Instagram, on what are some encouraging things that we should say Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, to to the runners are coming by. Like you can say like at a boy or good job or you're almost there, which won't really be the truth because we're the first one. <laughs> we're the first one. You're not even close to being done. Hurry right. up. So, yeah, so that's a good point, Jeff. So what are some things that we should say? And then maybe some things that we should not say um, to people as they're coming through our aid station. Do you have any examples of things not to say? Yeah, like maybe you shouldn't use, you know, like trail running aid stations for pickup places, you know. Like pickup lines? Like pickup lines, yeah. Like like the one, hey, are your legs tired kind of thing. You've been running through my mind. You've been running through my mind. Like, I don't think that would be really appropriate, nor something that you want to say in an aid station. So we're going to need some help. Like, let me say like a filter, you know. So what are the things we should be saying? saying and what are some things we shouldn't be saying to these runners that are coming back in and out of the aid station hey you want some pickles because you're looking delicious that's one of your lines well yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna have the best live ruckus fun party aid station that actually exists out there so jeff with that in mind i think we should go ahead and get started with episode number 23 here we go Well, Stephen, last episode, we heard from Andy about why he runs. And so we wanted to have another listener come on and talk a little bit about why they run. You know, a lot of people are doing New Year's resolutions right now. Right. And I think for us, we really think more about the why behind anything that we do. Right. Running or working or goals that we have. You know, why are you doing it? Because running's hard. Trail running's hard. Yep. Big goals are hard. And if you don't understand the why behind it, it just makes it a little bit harder to achieve. Yeah, especially when you're doing difficult things. You've got to have something motivating you beyond just, I'm waking up to do something difficult. So Steve and I reached out to one of our listeners. This is Christy. She is awesome. Here is Christy's Why I Run. Hi, I'm Christy, and I'm a big-ass runner from Gig Harbor, Washington. Why do I run? I run to escape a sink full of dishes and my kids. But also, I run because there's a run for every mood. There's a run for every feeling. There's a run for every emotional need. If I'm angry, frustrated, happy, there's a run just for that to let me release my feelings and experience them in a different way. Running lets me put my body on autopilot and allows my mind to just wander freely. And while I'm doing that, I can also take in the beauty of the world around me. 
It's a magical moment, a magical experience of me time. Steven, I love that. Magical is just a word that popped out to me. I love that because it is an opportunity. There's so much going on, especially in the world today, mm-hmm. to be able to hit the trails, yep. get kind of clear your mind, allow the trails and the, and the just the experience to declutter and really help you kind of think through some things. Yeah. And you know, and something she said there that I thought was really cool too, I hadn't thought about it that way is that there's a run for every emotion. You know, like I think we've talked about before the, the mental part of running and especially with trail running that you can kind of let your mind go or process, you know, whatever it is. And I love thinking about it that way. If you've had a great day, not such a great day or whatever, it's a, it's a great time to let your mind process. And, and that's one of the beauties that we love about trail running. So that's a, that's an amazing why. And actually, super healthy as well too. Yeah, Steven, I think that's another thing I love about trail running is every run is different. Mm-hmm. And when your motivation for that run is different, right, that brings a whole different perspective to the run. Right. So if you're processing something, you've had a bad day, that run may look a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be running a little bit harder pace <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe a slower pace. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've been, I've been battling kind of coming out of COVID and coming out of a, another injury and, and my runs look a lot different different, but right. the little runs that I get, those little successes start to build on them themselves. Right. But that's what I love about trail running. Every run is unique. Every run is different. Giving ourselves permission to be okay with that, I think is really important as well too. You know, like that's, that's the why behind it. If the run that day is to process a bad day, then that's the why. And that's okay. You know, it's not to to get your PR in a 5K or a certain segment, you know, that's really awesome. Christy, really good points. Thank you for sharing your, your point of view on that and really sharing with your why. So Jeff, last last episode, I actually shared my why a little bit. And so I would like to ask you, like, what are some things, I know we've talked a lot on, on our trail runs and things, but what are some things that when you think about trail running, like what motivates you and, and, and why why do you continue to, to stay with running and why is it so important to you? Yeah, I have given this a lot of thought because I don't have a runner's body. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to come to a surprise to nobody <laughs> being in <a> Clydesdale. <laughs> you don't see a lot of six, four, 200 plus runners out there, but you actually do see every shape and size. That's true. That's another thing I love about trail running. So while I don't necessarily have the ideal trail running body, I do have a trail running body. I think the first thing that comes to mind for me and my why is I want to reject the idea that as you get older, you become less active. I think that's just a thought people have. And, you know, if you're on Facebook or things, you see high school or college friends and they're like getting older, they're getting bigger, they're getting less active. I want to reject that idea. I think that is a mindset that I want to reject. I want to be even more active the older I get. And the reason is because I I want to be able to, and and my kids are getting a little bit older. Mm -hmm. One's married now. They're going to start having grandkids. Yeah. And I want to be able to play with my grandkids. I want to be able to play and run and have fun. And there's something we were talking to Sarah Vandernut the other day. She said she wants to run into her 80s because she wants to win races when she's that old. <laughs> right. Me too. Like, why can't you be 70 or 80 and running or doing whatever? And I think that's one reason too why I really love pickleball. Right. We laugh about that, but we've been playing more and more. Is you see these seasoned citizens out there playing. <laughs> right. It's great. Right. Like they're in their 70s or even 80s and they're playing pickleball. They're active. They're having fun. And I just want to reject this idea that the older you get, the less active you get. So that's one thing. Yeah, that's really good, Jeff. 
I think the second thing is simplicity. Mm-hmm. So I work for a technology company. Mm-hmm. I love technology. I love gadgets. I love all the things. You know, I, I enjoy social media to some degree. Right. I love the ability to record this podcast and share it, you know, all over the world. But at some point, and Scott pointed this out last time he was on the show, you have to have balance. Right. And I think too much of all that, at some point, you just want to strip all that away and just hit the trail and it's you and it's dirt and yeah. trees and birds and occasional snake. Right. It's just the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. It's stripping all that other things away. Now, I may have a Garmin around my wrist. Sure. I may have some technology around my wrist. It doesn't count, right? Unless doesn't, you do. Right. But just the simplicity of it and just the kind of that oneness with mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. And just being out. And that's why I love trail running versus road running is actually being in nature, being on the, in the trails, just enjoying the scenery. And like we said, I said before, every run is different and you know, see something different. You, you notice something different. You hear a different sound. And so for me, trail running is just that simplicity, getting rid of all, stripping away all the other stuff, the technology and all the other things that come with that and the simplicity. Yeah, I think there's probably very rarely a time where you can actually just remove yourself away from something, like you said, and, and have that solitude or, or that, that ability to, to, to remove yourself, you know, from the things of day-to-day life. It's something I heard, you know, I think Sarah was, Vander Newt was talking about this as well. I mentioned her a couple of times now is a pair of shoes, mm-hmm. probably want to wear some clothes. Right. Yeah. That's helpful. <laughs> but that's it, right? right? You don't need anything else. And just that simplicity of, of trail running and, and enjoying being outside and getting rid of all the other things to me is, is, is part of why I run. Yeah. So good, Jeff. And then the third thing, and you've mentioned this too, I think most of our listeners would mention this is the community side of it. I mean, for me, and this is why I ran my first marathon, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it without the community, without the encouragement. Yeah. Doing things with people, having shared experiences. To me, I love going out for an occasional run by myself to kind of clear my mind and, and all that. But it's this ability to have a shared experience with people, to run with people, to talk about the run, to talk about the stories like we do on this podcast. And I think that's part of why this podcast resonates with people. It's just, it's about the community. It's encouraging the community. It's entertaining the community. It's having conversations and just mm-hmm. your, your pals, your buddies. Yep. So yeah, I know a lot of people would say that too, but I think for me, it's, it's the community element makes is part of the why I trail run specifically. Yeah. No, Jeff, those are so good. And I think everybody who listens can probably resonate with some of those things in terms of the community, the simplicity of things, you know, kind of rejecting this notion that after a certain age, you have to become stagnant and you can't be dynamic and, and what you do. And, and that, like you said, it takes different shapes and forms and paces might be faster or slower or whatever, but it's, it's the idea of just staying active and staying, you know, moving forward. So I think like you said too, it's really important to have a why and to take time to understand that because we all go through tough runs and and good runs and, and that's either motivating or keeping you going. And I think that's why we really wanted to do these segments about why, why we run. And here's something I want to ask every listener to do. I got a little homework assignment. Ooh, 
If you have not watched the Grandpa and the Kettlebell video, Stephen posted it on social media. Yeah. Go back to our Instagram and watch it. It's about three minutes long, but it will absolutely tug at your heart. And when I talk about, you know, wanting to be active and wanting to be there for my grandchildren, oh, that one hit me right in the heart. Yeah, you definitely want to grab some Kleenexes before you watch that, but it is good. And I think it's a reminder to if you if you know your why and it's in front of you, it's amazing. We, we always talk about Jeff, you know, we see these quotes about, you know, human potential and you don't know what your potential is. But I think before you get to that point, you have to have that why to discover what that potential is, you know, going to be. So absolutely. Totally agree. So again, awesome. We heard from Andy last week. We heard from Christy this week. If you have your why, we'd love to hear yours as well. So hit us on Instagram, instant message or whatever. We would love also to hear about your why and why you run. And Stephen, with that, that's why I run. Tell me why. Well, Stephen, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runner community out there just getting stuff done. Who do we have this week, Stephen? So, Jeff, we actually have one that's kind of a little bit of a cool story. It's um, Mike Cabrero, 22 on Instagram. And Mike and I actually met each other and we talk about community and trail racing. He and I ran Rocky Raccoon together. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And so you guys know, like when you're running a race and you kind of, you kind of find these inadvertent, like little running partners and stuff. Similar pace. Similar pace. Yep. Yeah. This is way into a 50K. <laughs> Who knows what mile, but. Similar pain. Similar pain. <laughs> yeah. Pain and pace where we're there. Um, we were kind of going back and forth throughout the race. You know how that works with aid stations and stuff. And so we ended up finishing right around the same time last year. And started talking and hitting it up. And he's actually a Marine. And he actually lives here close by in, in, um, in Dallas. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. So the other day I was checking Instagram. He, Jeff, get this, just completed doing 100 miles Oh goodness! On a treadmill. On a treadmill? Yeah, on a treadmill. Ugh. So I that sounds awful. I saw that he was doing that, and like he definitely is going to need some shout outs and kudos. We got to give him a major kudo. Uh, yeah. So I, I DM'd him on Instagram, and he's just a great guy, good leader, just a lot of got a lot of cool things going on, and a really good athlete. I so. can see a marine doing that though <laughs> on the treadmill. You'd have to be a marine to get that done. Yeah. So good job, Mike. Amazing work. Uh, just a great family guy. We just want to give you a shout out and kudos and congratulations for hitting your milestone and getting that race done 100 miles on a treadmill. Way to go, Mike. Hey, Steven. What's up, Jeff? You know what time it is? What time is it? It's Timmy time! What? It's Timmy time, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Tim Baser is back from the holidays and live in your ear. So true. <laughs> back from the holidays and alive in your ear. I am like alive a, like in a, your ears. Like an earwig. Yeah. Timmy, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good. How are the holidays? Holidays were good, man. Family, yeah. Yeah. friends. 
All the gift giving go well and everybody happy. Any Dyson vacuum cleaners given out? No, but I got her a charcuterie board. Oh, she, oh, yeah, she liked that. She liked it, and I was kind of concerned. Yeah, 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 she liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, was it like a wooden one or a marble? Homemade. One? What? You made it? No. He, he whittled oh. it out of a piece of one, one log. <laughs> out yeah. of a log? You, you jumped over on a trail yeah. race and then you, you chopped it up? Yeah. Funny story. We talk about pickleball all the time. Right. Met an older gentleman at pickleball. He's hobbies woodworking. Uh-huh. And I, he was showing me some stuff. I was like, can you make me one? He said, yes. Wow. Fantastic. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. I said it. I said fantastic. I'm not going to say fantastic this whole episode. What's wrong with fantastic? I say it about 20 times an episode, uh, and it's really ridiculous. It's, it is fantastic, but it's ridiculous at the same time. Two. I know. <laughs> oh, well. Well, so here's the deal. I got to set this up. You ready? Here's the deal. Here's the deal, pickle. <laughs> so Timmy Time and I would go running. We'd go driving to these races, and we would rock out. We would we jam. jam. So music's such a big part of trail running. We would listen to it. Sometimes we listen to the trail. Most of the time, not. Yeah. We like to listen to nature. It's frowned upon. It is a bit frowned upon. We didn't know that the first time, remember? We learned the hard way. <laughs> but I would also say, Jeff, you you know a lot about music. Um, Even, I, I mean, a little his, bit. History, you know, you know lyrics really well. You've done, you done real good with lyrics. Um, yeah, there's a certain date though. Uh, you know, after about the mid '90s, it kind of fades off a little bit. But anyway, so we love music, and when Timmy Time and I would go on these races, we would you know rock out and had similar musical tastes. And then Steven started going on races with us, and there was a big question mark over Steven's head on most songs. Yeah, I think I was pretty silent. I mean, I was enjoying from the back seat seeing you guys sing, but I felt like it was a different language altogether. You looked like you were trying to solve a math problem. I, I really was. <laughs> <laughs> and he does not like math. No. None of us do here at this table. Our data scientists do, but I, I do not. So. That's why we hired them, so they can do the math. Exactly. So we bring on Timmy Time as a service to Stephen. We're, we're growing him. We're maturing him in his musical knowledge. It's charity. It really is. It is a charity. I think you're getting better. You've gotten several the last few times we've done this. I kind of ebb and flow a little bit. Yeah. That is true. And we have a theme this time, Stephen. Ooh, yes. This, this should help me out a little bit. It will help you out. We have a theme. So that way you can kind of narrow down your guesses. Okay. And the theme is these are going to be songs that describe 2020. Now, 2020 is over. Right. Thank goodness. Yes. But we're going to reflect back and do a little bit of a tribute. These are songs that describe 2020. The old 2020. I like it. So there's songs that actually exist about toilet paper. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready to roll? Let's do it. We have four songs. I'm stretching. I'm ready to go. I've I've got my foam roller ready to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Timmy Time has been stretching out the vocal cords. Not really. Oh, he hasn't been? <laughs> no. <laughs> he hasn't been? No. <laughs> Well, you can't get... really stretch these. They're just, it's just magical. That's true. It is so, magical. It just happens. They're always on the ready. <laughs> <laughs> it is magical. You're right about that. So we got four songs. I'm going to give a little bit of a setup. So this first one was released in 1990. Ooh, I think I have a chance. 30 this one. years ago. <laughs> it's pretty recent. Yeah. 1990 doesn't seem that long ago, but that's I was 30 15. years. You're... <laughs> of course you were. I can't tell you who co-wrote this okay because that'll give away the artist by the way steven's going to try to guess the artist that sang or performed the song or a band okay depending on what it is but it was co-written by rick james 
All right. I did not know that. Yeah. Not the guy that was in, uh, what's that TV show? The King of Queens? King of, not that's that Rick James. It's not Paul Blart, the mall cop? No. I think that's something else, James. Is this LeBron's it? brother? This is, it could be. Okay. This song hit number Man, one. Man, you guys make me laugh. This song hit number one <laughs> in Australia. Belgium. What? Canada. Number one. Okay. And all those places. Netherlands. I'm not, I'm not even done yet. New Zealand. Oh, Sweden, what hit number eight in the United States? That's crap. I know. I agree. VH1 put this as the number sixteen song of the nineties. The whole really? decade. The whole. The whole. The whole decade. Wow. And this sums up twenty twenty. This describes twenty twenty. Something. An element of twenty twenty. Let's put it that way. All right. I an think element I'm- of it. You'll you'll get you'll get the idea. Okay. I'm, so Timmy, time if you're ready. Song number one, Stephen. You get ready. You ready? Stretched I'm, out. I'm, He's ready I'm, to go. I'm ready to go. Tim, All just right. put it on there. Let's go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. My 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 music hits me so hard, makes me say, "Oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and two high feet." It feels good when you know you're down. A super dope homeboy from the Oak Town, and I'm known. As such, and this is a beat, uh, you can't touch. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Oh, Timmy time. That was phenomenal. I like that one. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Man, Um, let's see. I have heard that song before. Well, that's good. Yeah, and I feel like I would have to like pray to make it today to really understand oh, that song. We got, got to, to pray. 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 We got to pray. Bray. I know this one actually. You it's know who it is? MC Hammer. Hey! Ding, 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 ding. Oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, yes. Steven. I'm so used to hitting the buzzer. I know. I it's, a, find it's, it's already, it's like pre ready. It has cobwebs all over <laughs> it. It does have cobwebs. I had to dust <laughs> it off. blow it off a little bit. Good job, Steven. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually knew that song. I, I'm going to date myself, but that's like from high school. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, so did you get you can't touch this? I yeah, get I did it. 2020 you can't touch this. You don't want to get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. Okay, that was that was uh yeah, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Make sure. I, that was very good. One I, for one. And Steven. Tim, Ooh. your rapping skills, I mean, I felt like I was right there. Yeah. I was on a rap team in 7th grade. Really? I was. Did you a varsity? Rap team. Like like beatbox or No, I was lyrics, but I really couldn't write my own, so I wasn't very good, but you were, you were your own MC. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hey, do you remember the MC Hammer pants? Yeah, I had those. Oh yeah, with your the with big your ones? thriller jacket, with the crotch that was at the floor. You know, it was like really <laughs> with the thriller jacket. Don't you remember that? The yeah. crotch oh, was yeah. at the floor. Yeah, I had break uh, break. What were those parachute pants? Yeah, they were parachute made out pants. of that material, yeah. but they were yeah. big. But yeah, the, uh, Steve was looking at me really strangely. The crotch at the floor, not my crotch, the crotch of the pants. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. The I, crotch of the pants. Right, gotcha. Okay, All song right. number two. All right. This was released 10 years earlier, so 1980. Uh-oh. I was five. It was number one in the UK, not the University of Kentucky, but oh. England. Oh, wow. Okay. Ireland. What? Spain. Number 10 in the United States, and it was written by the lead singer of the band who performs it, who, by the way, was a former English teacher. That is a fun fact right there. So, Timmy, Tom, if you're ready, this is song number two. Steven, you ready? I'm ready to go. I feel like I'm on a a roll already, like a foam roll. So let's let's go ahead and, and let's hear it. All right. Let's see what happens. All right. Here we go. Young teacher, the subject... Of schoolgirl fantasy. She wants him so badly. 
knows what she wants to be. Inside him, there's longing. This girl's an open page. Bookmaking, she's close now. This girl is half his age. Don't stand, don't stand, don't stand so close to me. Don't stand, don't stand, don't stand so close to me. Timmy time. That was awesome, buddy. That was wow. fantastic. I can see why that was number one in the UK. Yes. Yeah, but not in the US. But not in the US. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately right. not. Clearly, they didn't have good taste back then in the 80s. I should have sang it with an accent. Oh, oh a hint. A hint. So, Stephen, have you heard this song? Um, absolutely not. I have not heard that song. I'm sure. I'm sure it's because of my singing. No, no, no. I, I, clearly, that could not be the case. But I'm going to take a guess anyway. I, I'm, I'm trying to infer that it sounds like something like you don't want to stand too close to like a fire. Or I don't know. Um, or COVID. Or or COVID. Um, don't stand so close to me. Get it? The <coughs> yeah. 20, oh, yeah. Social yeah. distancing. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. you very yes. much. Yes. Is, thought, it, is it my Corona? I thought that. <laughs> no, that's no. my Corona. Ah, corona. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what it is? That, wasn't that the song? No, no. no? The, the song is called "Don't Stand So Close to Me." Oh, yeah. okay. That, um, that wasn't the trick. Oh, okay. Um, I, that's clearly sung by Adele. No, it's a band, actually. The Adele's. <laughs> Beastie Boys. Boom. Oh, no, not the Beastie Boys. <laughs> that Run, was Run DMC. It's a It's an English band. Oh, the Beatles, clearly. No, it's not the Beatles. Oh. It's a band called The Police. And their lead singer is a guy named Sting. Oh, I've heard of Sting. Yeah, you've heard of Sting. Yeah. He was an English teacher. Dude, you just heard it. I sounded exactly like <laughs> Sting. Did. Now that you say that, yeah. Tim, it's exactly <laughs> it's <Yeah>. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, what's kind of creepy about it is he's an English teacher. Uh -huh. He wrote the song about a student and an English teacher having a romance. Ooh. Creepy. Whoa, Sting. That's, that's, that's like a Christmas song. <laughs> that's horrible. That's not a Christmas song. <laughs> Oh, but you get the tie into 2020. Don't stand so close to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that's sting hmm. sting we got yeah. we got to work on sting there right okay number three well i'm one for one let me just let You're me one for two 50%. one for two 50 percent. 50 percent. yep you said one for one, one oh for that's two. true yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah again the math thing you didn't press the button Oh, I didn't press the button. I'm, I'm used to, oh, oh there used to we hear go. the rejection. Yes. Sweet oh. music to my ears. <laughs> Timmy time. You're enjoying my misses. Yes. All right, I'm going to get this one. I feel it. Okay, so song number three was actually released one month after the song you just heard. So it was also released in 1980, and it was by a band. So we'll give you that much information. All right. It hit number 62. So it was not a huge hit. Okay. But it was re-released by the band's frontman. Okay, so it was, it was originally recorded by a band, and then the frontman of that band re-recorded it, and it went to number twenty-seven. Wow, that's what happens when you let the back band guy do it. <laughs> you have to re-release to the front guy, so the connection. Get I think more. the front guy is called the lead singer, right? I think so. Oh, okay, I think so. All right, you've little, heard little of hit. the lead singer. You've never heard of the band. I promise. Okay, so, there you go. All right, I have some. I have some hope. Timmy, time. All right, you ready? Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Lay it on me. If I looked all over the world and there's every type of girl, but your empty eyes seem to pass me by, leave me dancing with myself. Oh, 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 o
dancing with myself. Well, I'm a dancing with myself. Where there's nothing left to lose and there's nothing to prove. When I'm dancing, I messed up so. No, you didn't. That's great. <laughs> Timmy Town, that was fantastic. <laughs> I think we got plenty. That was plenty. Oh, that was fantastic. Steven, have you heard that one? I actually have heard of that song. Oh, I, okay. I, I have heard of it. <laughs> I've, I've heard of the song. Is it Dancing With Yourself? Yeah, that's true. That is it. Well, that's not oh, very... Oh, hang on. There we go. You got okay. that part. I'm going to say... Um, okay, oh, no, no. Okay, there's a there's a guy in my in my head. Um, that's a little scary. Yeah, it's it's not Billy Idol. Um, or is it Billy Idol? Hey! hey! Nice! 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 Hey, what was the band's name? So it was Billy Idol's first band called Gen X. Yeah. He was ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time. He was Gen X before Gen X was cool. (laughs) Before we even knew what a Gen X was. Exactly. Exactly. What is a Gen X? It's a Generation X, right? That's us. All of us right here. Yeah. So he re-recorded it as Billy Idol, and it became a bigger hit, obviously. Good job, Steven. So you're two two for three. Nice. Nicely done. I've been been practicing over the holidays. I can tell. I've been listening to, you know, Sirius XM Radio 80s station. Oh. You know, so I'm trying to, like, lift weights. You know, I go to Orange Theory, you know, and get a little stuff in there. So, yeah. Well, I think we've saved the best for last. This is song number four. All right. This song was two years older than one two we just did. So this was released in 1978. Oh, no. And I know you're trying to narrow it down. October, I was three. October of 1978. <laughs> I was 10. It was written. I know this is probably going to give it away. Right. But it was written by Freddie Perrin and Dino Fracas. Oh, yeah. Dino Fracas. What the Fracas? What the Fracas? What a terrible last name. <laughs> he never got made fun of at school. Fracas. Fracas. I, I mispronounced oh. it. Sorry, Dino. Yeah. Sorry, Dino. Very precarious Fracas. So this was a top-selling song. It is a popular... <clears throat> listen to this, Stephen. Uh-huh. Get, get ready for this. I'm, I'm leaning forward. Yes. It's a, it's a popular disco anthem. Whoa. As well as being certified platinum by the Recording Institute Association of America. <sighs> it reached number one, okay, number one in the US, in the UK, in Ireland, in Canada, number three in Finland, but, what? Was, but was wildly rejected in Latvia. Oh my goodness. They did not. Our, our peoples no. didn't, th- no. they didn't, our international no. Latvian friends. Is okay. that where Borat's from? No, that's but <gasps> you know who's from Latvia? Um, the guy from Taxi. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. <laughs> I don't, <did> you say <laughs> Botswana, <laughs> something like that. It's Botswana. <laughs> uh, Botswana, yeah, Botswana, Botswana, <laughs> Sweaty Botswana. I don't know. All right, capital is Fartina. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> ready, Timmy? Time. This is this is a long. So this is gonna be a longer section of this song because it's just such a good. It, there's a buildup that has to happen. Right. And disco is kind of your your jam too, right? Yeah, I love some disco. Uh, okay. There's no doubt about that. All right. I'm 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 ready to go. Okay. So right now you're sitting at 66%. Yeah. So this is a big one. It's a big you. one. You can either get a... This is a new year. You just looked get at your whoop. I know. <laughs> can, yeah. I, can I tell... What, can I get points on Strava <laughs> for this? I'm going <clears> to <throat> record this on, on, on whoop to, to, as, a, as an exercise. Recovery. Do you want me to sing this as it's written or like in my voice? I want you to sing it however you feel most <laughs> okay. confident to well, the time. I'm like pretty confident in everything, but it's not going to sound good. But I think I'm going to do be it. Great. I think <clears> if be you great. can do an accent, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, All right, you go. ready? Timmy time. Here we go. Okay. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong. And I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And so you're back. Do, do. From out of space I just walked in to find you here With that sad look upon your face I should have changed that stupid lock I should have made you leave your key If I'd had known for just one second That you'd back to be Bother me, go now, go Walk out the door Just turn around now Cause you're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me With goodbye You think I'd crumble you think I'd lay down and die? Oh, no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. I've got all my life to live, and I got all my love to give, and I'll survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. Yeah! That deserves an applause, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic job, Timmy Time. Wow. That was almost as long as the 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> You did get a little workout in. Yeah, that was Heart a little VO2, VO2 max on that one. Um, have you I, heard the song, Stephen? I have heard the song, but you know what? This is going to be a little random. The first time I heard that song was from the pug in Men in Black. Oh. <laughs> he sings that song when because the outer space yeah. part. Yeah. So he sings that, and uh, uh, that's the first <laughs> Okay. There you go. Another fun fact. Yeah, fun fun fact fact there. So um, I think it's called I Will Survive. Very good. And it's 2020. That's the whole name of the game. Right. That's the song. That's why I saved it for last. Mm -hmm. Wow. We all survived. Yes. I Will Survive. Yes. Now who sings it? That is sung by the Bee Gees. No. Um, The BG. No. It is a woman. Yeah, Bee Gees did have a high voice, but uh, this was actually a female that performed the song. Okay. Um, the Captain and Daniil. <laughs> Captain and Daniil. Daniil. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's fun. <laughs> Clearly. Because <laughs> it would be Captain and Daniil. Daniil. Oh. Uh, this is not Muskrat Love. This is this is not Whoa. Captain and Daniil. <laughs> Dude, your guesses are amazing. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) Um, So female um, in the 70s, uh, the carpenter, the carpenter lady. Yeah, that sounds like them. The carpenter. Wasn't there a lady named somebody? Karen Carpenter. not Karen Carpenter. No. Okay. Oh, Marie Osmond. Uh, Keep trying. (laughs) Keep trying. Donnie Osmond. I have no idea. No. Her name is alliteration. So it's the same letter, first and last name. Oh, that's oh, that's clearly helpful. Um, first and last name. So, if you ever watch swimming and diving competitions, there's a a move named after her last name. Oh, um, the swan dive. Close, close. Keep going. Yeah, um, close. The pike. <laughs> Miss backflip. <laughs> belly flop. Belinda belly flop. Belinda 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 belly flop. Belushi. <laughs> No, that was sung by Miss Gloria Gaynor. Oh, yes. Gloria Gaynor. Duh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I clearly did not uh, did not get that one. I would have never have gotten that one. Well, you did pretty good, though. You did. You're 500. 500, yeah. That's better than yeah, that. I, I think that's the best yeah. one yet. 2020 is, an, is, a new, is a new year for me. I, I, I'm feeling it already. So. 2021. Yeah. That's true. That, that's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> that math thing, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, you add one to the year, Stephen. Oh, yeah. that's because of leap year. You just kind of no, repeat no le- that one again. Yeah. No. I hope not. <laughs> okay, we're not repeating that one All again. All right. Well, thanks, Miss Gaynor, for that wonderful, <laughs> yes. that wonderful song. Fantastic. Oh, what did it. you say if someone's name is... Alliteration. Oh. Like Hannah Harrell. Okay. Yeah. Is right. that like an onomatopoeia? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, that place is so good, that Mexican food. I love that it's place. Good. I love that place. Well, good job, Timmy Time, as always. Steven, excellent job as well. I Lanes, think it's a win-win for everybody on yeah, this It one. was a win-win. Hopefully, we can put 2020 behind us. We wanted to have a little quick nod, say goodbye, adios. We're into 2021, baby. Ladies I hope I get invited back. Oh, you will. Oh, don't I don't you? know if I did my best tonight. You did great. It was fantastic. Yeah. You did great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, thank you, Stephen. That's, that's what I was doing. I had, had to get it out of the system. Right, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Timmy time. Is going to leave. All I know is Well, Stephen, with that, that's episode number 23, the Michael Jordan episode. The not the last dance. Not the last dance by far. It might be a Hall of Famer someday. That's true. Well, thanks to Christy for sharing why you run. And, of course, thanks to Timmy Time for bringing your vocal expertise and agility. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna have an LP this 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 year. It's got to be somewhere out there. I don't LP, know. EP, Element OP, something. something. Something is gonna have to happen with Timmy Time this year. His agent's tough though. Yeah, then we'll, we'll negotiate him down and, and we'll we'll make it happen. We'll make somewhere. it happen. We'll make it happen. Well, with that, you know, we really want to say Happy New Year to all the listeners. We are so thankful for having each one of you. You know, as this podcast is growing, we're hearing from a lot more of you guys, and it is getting bigger. And we just want to say thank you, you know, for Jeff and I, it's, it's not about us. It's about the community and really the growth of it's really based on you telling friends and family about it, posting about it on social media. So we just want to say thank you. Happy New Year. We are so excited to continue on with this year in 2021. We know it's going to be an amazing year and hopefully you guys will have some great races and some amazing trail runs this year. So with that in mind, Jeff, we want to wish you a happy new year. Get out there, log those miles, enjoy the trails. And run your 2021 asses off. It was like this little little plastic throne. And yeah. then if you take it off, Elmo, and you, you, you like a proximity thing, get him away, he would say like, uh, la di Dadi, Elmo has gone the potty. And then he would start to that cry. That's a real song. It is a lottie dottie. We, we like, like to potty. We, we don't, don't cause down. trouble. We, we do don't bother, bother nobody. nobody. We're just some men that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. What? Yeah. Wow. Elmo yeah. sings that? No. Elmo <laughs> does not sing that. Oh. Say Elmo's fire. So Timmy Time and I would be. So Timmy and Time. So Timmy and Time. I can't even say it. Even any more that you would say, absolutely don't say? Is this the registration table? Because I need a number from you. Do you like raisins? How about a date? You can call me Miles because I want you to complete me. Your pace or mine. Is your name Charity? Because my heart's racing for you. Don't go breaking my heart monitor. I was just reading an article called The 10 Most Scenic Runs. The third one was Anywhere With You. Are we doing high altitude training? Because you just took my breath away. You don't need reflective gear, baby. Nobody could miss you. What size shoe do you wear? Because I think you are my soulmate.
if you were the Boston Marathon, would I qualify? <laughs> That's all. Some of these are not very good. <laughs> yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And I, Jace, Jeff, uh, <laughs> and J- Jeff, uh, we, <laughs> Jason, John, Jason. Jason. <laughs> And and hopefully I don't know where I was going with that. I, was, I had something fantastic. I literally, I literally, I, it was fantastic though. What I was, was going to say, it was super fantastic. It was super fantastic. Well, Stephen, last episode we had and we heard from Andy. It was fantastic. I said it already. Inconceivable.